great win. Nick spanked the Kings. Julius Randle, MVP candidate again. RJ, ice, ice cold. Mitch fucks up my parlay. None of it means anything. Let's talk some Knicks without a knack. It's no secret. Fucking shit. Here we are back again. More unqualified, unadulterated, and incredibly unsatisfying rants on your New York Knickerbockers. You, of course, are listening to the Without an Act podcast. I am your host, Ryan Quigley, live from Without an Act Studios, a.k.a. my fucking closet. I'll tell you what. You can say a lot about that game. You can say a lot. You can say many, many things about that game, and I will. Don't worry, I will. But the one thing that everyone can agree on, as a Nick fan, who has gone through not just one season of pain, a lifetime of pain, but this one has been a unique, this season has been like a unique pain, right? I think we can all agree on that. That game, and we don't get too many of these this season, that was a fun game. That was a fun fucking game to watch. That It was just good. It was a comfortable laid back time. I don't know if I'm pretty sure it was a wire to wire. No, I mean the the Kings took the lead at the beginning. We had like a rough start. But I'm saying you know after 5 minutes of the first quarter, I think I'm pretty sure it was a wire to wire victory. I we might have like two of those this season or something, you know what I mean? That was just it was nice. It was nice and we'll talk about every aspect of why it's nice. We'll talk about who looked good, who looked bad, who looked okay, what was happening. We'll talk about that. But it would be, I would be disingenuous. I thought about just holding this take until the end. But it don't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. This doesn't mean shit. We're not going to be a six seed. We're not going to win 40. I don't think we're going to win 41 games. I don't think we're going to win 40 games. We're just not. It don't mean anything. I canceled the Knicks last episode. I was serious. We're dead. Dead meat. Toast. Sitting duck. Or lame duck. I don't know what the saying is. But nevertheless, it's important. The shit we saw there was important. Don't say... So look. I don't want to... It's two different things. Saying that game meant nothing for this season and that it wasn't important. That was an important game where we saw a lot of important things where many of our players did important things, right? I made a joke in my group chat that I'm in, you know, anybody who's in it who's listening, I don't think the Knicks are going to be at eight. I don't think that if the Knicks make the play in, it's going to be like a nine or 10 seed and they probably won't. They just probably won't. Because they showed us, they 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 made their bed, now they got to sleep in it. You know what I mean? It is what it fucking is. It's too fucking bad. It's too late. Too little. Too late. Or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Julius Randle. You want to know why we won, why we won this game? We won this game because Evan Fournier shot seven for eleven and went four for seven from three, and Julius Randle went seven for fourteen, shot fifty percent from the field. 
He was making tough twos. He was making those fadeaways. He was playing solid defense. We, we, we out-rebounded them by a lot. Julius had nine rebounds. Mitch had 13, excuse me. And I mean, that's... And the, the Kings just weren't very good, and our defense was pretty good. We held a, we held a bad team under 100 points, and we scored more than 100 points because our best players made shots. Outside of RJ, RJ went four for 14, 11 points, one for eight from three. He didn't have a good game. Uh, he was kind of invisible. I don't. I won't say that he was bad. I don't. I, uh, watching his defense, I wasn't like, oh my god, RJ's asleep. But I mean, he just he was just kind of invisible. You want to know who looked fucking terrible? Kemba Walker looked. Kemba Walker was. Kemba Walker was invisible. Kemba Walker looked bad. He looked lost. I don't know what's up with Kemba. I don't know if he's hurt or if he's just like, you know. Kemba played 17 minutes. Kemba played 17 minutes. Burks played 26. I know that's Tibbs' thing is that he pull, you know, like he'll let like six minutes pass and then he'll yank Kemba for Burks. And that's fine. It doesn't bother me at all. Uh, but you just got to wonder, man. Are they just, they're like, are they, they, are they just being transparent about how they got to trade Kemba? Is that what that is? Just like, Put him out there for a little, get some game. You know, we don't want to embarrass you. We're not going to bench you. Keep the legs moving. If you see an open three, take it. Do what you can on the court. Be a good teammate. And then if we don't trade you by the deadline, we'll cut you and you can go some, go wherever the fuck you want. Is that the agreement they have? Because something's fucking up. He's not integrated into the offense. That's just like, it, you, you, there's nothing that Tibbs could say to me where he could be like, yeah, no, we're just working. Th- like, no, you guys are not trying. Like, if they put me in at point guard, I would be as involved in the offense as Kemba is. That's just, I, I'm not I'm not lying to you. Like, like, Kemba was not there tonight. And he hasn't been there for quite some time. I mean, I mean, if nothing's going on, he'll, like, explode and try and be Kemba of, of however many years ago. But certainly not tonight, man. I don't know. I don't know what's up with that. But he did not look good. <laughs> He didn't look good at all. Makes you fucking wonder, man. Because tonight, we won this game handedly against a bad team. Even though what everybody's going on about this Kings game against the fucking... Against the fucking Sixers. The Sixers beat them by two. And of course, they didn't have De'Aaron Fox. I mean, that's that lead's going to get buried. They didn't have their best player. And we beat them handedly, as we should. We should have beat them. But we should have done a lot of things this year. <laughs> we should have done a lot of things this year. Um, Mitch, man, if he just made a fucking free throw to hit a parlay, that's too bad. All It's always the Mitch double-doubles. Unless it's a blowout, if Mitch plays 25 minutes, oh, or God forbid Tibbs didn't fucking bench him for Taj at the end of the, uh, at the, end of the second half. When they started hack, hack, a, hack a shacking, hack a mitching, man, RIP to that parlay. I don't know if it would have hit. I think I had an RJ Steele or something. Yeah, no, I wouldn't have hit anyways. It wouldn't have hit anyways. That's okay. But I don't know. Who else had a good game? A, oh, that, oh you, how dare I? The third reason that we won this game is because Alec Burks, 21 points, six for nine overall. Four for six from three. That's why we won. You want to know the biggest takeaway? I'll tell you. Quentin Grimes is a very fucking good basketball player. 
he's going to be a very good basketball player. I hope we don't trade him. But I'll tell you, if I have a superstar and the Knicks want to make a trade with me, we're not, we're not, I'm not, we're not, we're not, this, the conversation does not go on until you start to entertain the idea of trading me Quentin Grimes. That's exactly what I would fucking do. Because Quentin Grimes has a place on every roster in the NBA. He just does, man. He's a ferocious defender. He doesn't fucking stop. He's so annoying. Oh my God. If the other team had a Quentin Grimes, man, if the other team had a Quentin Grimes, he would be my least favorite player. Period. Period. And he's a great... Sh- and his, his, his shot... Pause. His shot is sexy, man. He has such a nice shot. Ah, oh, love me some Quentin Grimes. And he had a great night. Six... I mean, he'll never have like... I mean, maybe someday he'll have numbers. You see what Desmond Bain's doing in fucking... Uh, uh, down in Memphis? You see what Desmond Bain's doing? I mean, maybe he, maybe he could be that. But... He's a Tibbs guy. He's gonna. He's not. He's not getting benched. Everybody's talking about. Oh, yeah. You got some Cam Reddish. Everybody happy? Everybody happy? Wait until the trade deadline. See what happens. If they don't make a move at all, then you can start screaming. I'll be screaming with you. But something's gonna happen, and Cam Reddish is gonna have an opportunity to play. I don't know what's gonna be. Maybe a trade Burks. I think it's gonna be trading Burks, which sucks. But it'd be cool to trade Fournier. It'd be really cool to trade Fournier. I've had enough of that guy. Even though he's been solid. Even though he's been solid. He's, he's done what he could. And that's fine. But I'll tell you. I don't know. There's going to be moves. It's going to be exciting leading into the trade deadline. Uh, Obi Toppin, man. 14 points. 6 for 8 from the field. He hit a 3. Oh, man. When Obi starts playing like Jason Tatum for whatever fucking reason, that shit is crazy. When he starts playing like Giannis Antetokounmpo, that shit is hilarious when he does that. Who does he think he is? Mitch too. Mitch had enough. Mitch had that play. What was it? In it was it the first or second quarter where he was caught. He was caught. He got a. He got a. He got like kind of a deep rebound. He was kind of caught in no man's land at the at the free throw line, and the like everybody was playing off. He's like, oh, all right, I'm gonna take one two, go up for a layup, and he did. He hit it. Love that shit. Wish he did it more often. I wish Obi did it more often. If they trade Julius Randle, man, they're going to be doing it a lot more often, whether Tibbs likes it or not. I don't know, man. That was the first. You want to talk about something specific that bothered me? It was that. It was when Tibbs bitched. Uh, Tim, Tibbs bitched. <laughs> Good God. Tibbs benched Mitch at the end of the second half because they started hacking him. Because they had a possession where they weren't even hacking him. They just did that once. But I wonder if he was just trying to prove a point, and then Mitch... <laughs> Brick the fucking free throws. <laughs> or he, at least he bricked that first one when they hacked him. I don't know. I don't know, man. But the Knicks look good tonight. <laughs> Enough of the stats. I mean, is there anything noteworthy from the fucking Kings? Buddy healed at 11 points. He's probably going to get traded or something, right? Uh, Rashawn Holmes, man. I thought he was better than what I saw tonight. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Davion Mitchell. That kid's going to be a problem. That guy's going to be a problem. Tyrese Halliburton. I'm still rolling with Obi. I wouldn't trade Obi for Halliburton right now. Don't quote me on that. I don't know if I mean that. I'm just saying that for the podcast. I don't know if I mean it. I don't know. It's really difficult. It's really difficult to give a single fuck. 
about like the idea of winning and being like, oh, like not difficult. Difficult is not the right word. It's quite easy for me to sit here in my closet as I talk to myself, because that's all this is, and not go, man, maybe whatever injury Julius was dealing with, maybe whatever mental health thing Julius was going through, maybe maybe those have stopped. Maybe something clicked. Maybe Tibbs said sorry. Maybe, uh, maybe the baby is sleeping through the night. I don't know. It's easy for me to think those things and be like, this is the Julius Randle that we extended. This is the Julius Randle that saved the Knicks. This is my Julius Randle. Our Julius Randle. It's very easy to think that. But I'm a, I, I'm a, I'm a man of, of, of evidence. I like, or at least I fancy myself to be one. I, 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 I try my best to not operate off of emotions when the situation calls for it. You know what I mean? And there isn't one fucking piece of evidence that I can point to outside of this game and say, we turned a corner for good. There isn't one piece of evidence. At the end of the day, we are a mediocre... We, we continue, as fun as this game was to watch, as, as good as Julius Randle looked, as good as the Knicks looked as a team outside of Kemba, uh, I, at, the, at the end of the day, we, we are a mediocre team who are losing to good teams, and we have about a 50-50 shot of beating the bad, te- the bad teams. That's just the truth. And tonight we had a we had a bad team that was particularly bad because they didn't have their best player. And we took care of business. And our for I mean, and we were lucky that our best player, quote unquote, ostensibly at least our best player, showed up and played well and shot well, made his shots, did the shit that he was supposed to do, distributed the ball, played solid defense. He was smiling. He looked like he was having fun. His body language looked good. He was giving handshakes. He gave Tibbs a high five. He was helping players up. He was laughing on the court. He was high fiving Evan Ford. It was great. It's fucking great, right? It's fucking great. I don't know. I don't have much else to say to tell you the truth, but I, I did want to hop on the mic. I bet you're fucking surprised to hear from me, right? I bet you're fucking surprised. But I'm going to try and do it. I'm going to do these little ones after games. I, you know what? I'm not even going to say that. I'm not even going to promise shit. You get podcasts when you get the podcast. Unless you're a sponsor. If you want to sponsor, hey, Squarespace, you want to sponsor this and pay me to do it once a week, you bet your ass I'll do a podcast once a week. (laughs) But, nah, man. Halliburton and Mitchell, they're nice. You should trade us Fox. Are we going to, should we talk about it? This is what I sent in my group chat. I said, because the Jazz just lost Joe Ingles, right? And Evan Fournier, he's the best shooting guard in the NBA, as far as I'm concerned, right? So I say to the Jazz, I say, Jazz, what if we send you Evan Fournier and Alec Burks? Okay? We send to the Jazz, you get Evan Fournier and Alec Burks. You get two useful wing players to play off Donovan Mitchell and all the other bullshit you have, right? 
Right? There you go. So you guys get that. You, Jazz, send to the Kings, Joe Ingles, and some salary. Whatever salary you want to scrap together. The Kings have, like, bullshit going on. Doesn't matter. You send them... You send them, uh, yeah, you send them Joe Ingles is the main chunk of salary and then bullshit. If we need to throw a young player, a Deuce McBride, a Jericho Sims to the Kings, along with some picks, right? And the Jazz will throw some picks too because they're getting two good players for nothing, basically, right? So that the Kings feel comfortable sending De'Aaron Fox to the Knicks. I'm not ready to talk about the Randall trades because he looked good. I mean, I, I, I mean, of course I'm ready to talk about the Randall trades. I talk about the Randall trades every fucking day. But in this situation, you would clear the wing logjam that we have for ourselves, right? You would clear that space. Derek Rose could come back and be our backup point guard. We have a starting point guard. We could trade Kemba or cut Kemba, whatever, because the Kemba's it's Kemba's over. It's the Kemba stuff didn't work. Kemba's dead, as far as I'm concerned. Thank you. I'm happy that he's cheering everybody on. He's been a great sport about it. I love Kemba Walker as a player, as a person. I love the New York story. It's dead. So De'Aaron Fox would be our starting point guard. Derrick Rose would be our backup because he's coming back. I guess you can slide in. You're gonna say Cam. I'm going to say slide Grimes into the starting two. Backup two would be Cam. No, backup two would be IQ. Silly me. If you want to start IQ, I can be convinced. Start IQ. Whatever. You start one of those, the other one's a backup. At the three, you have RJ starting, and the backup would be uh, either Grimes or Cam or whoever you want to call it. That would be the backup. Our fours would be you know, Voldemort, fucking Randall uh, at the starter. Back up Obi. And then Mitch and Noel. Unless, I'll say this, if we don't give up too many picks, why can't we trade Kemba and Noel for Miles Turner? You want to, you want to, hey, hey, Leon Rose, Brock Aller, and the rest of them? Worldwide West? You want to get me to buy into the Knicks? <laughs> you want me to, you want to get me back in? Make that move. Show me De'Aaron Fox. <laughs> Give me a starting lineup of De'Aaron Fox, Quentin Grimes. Uh, yeah, De'Aaron Fox, Quentin Grimes, R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle, Miles Turner, and the backup uh, Derek Rose, IQ, Cam Reddish, Ob, and Mitch. Give me that. Give me that. I'm all in. <laughs> I, I live bet the Knicks over on the season. Whatever it is at this point, Give, sign me to fuck up. Did I just rally the troops in New York? Get this, get this podcast to uh, uh, Scott Perry's ears, please. Man, I'm smarter than I realize. How about that? <sighs> but you see what I'm talking about? I'm so good at fucking playing make-believe, man. Because <sighs> that would be so exciting. <laughs> That'd be cool, man. And then the salary isn't terrible to the point where, man, that'd be really fucking cool <laughs> if they did that. So there you go. There's my imaginary trade. The Kings are probably getting fleeced, but I mean, De'Aaron Fox, if he's hurt, he's hurt. You know, take what you can get, right? And you're getting picks. You're getting picks and you're getting uh, Deuce McBride and whatever 
one million play one million dollar player the Jazz might have for you. How's that for a fucking deal? Oh, I want that to happen now. Fuck. Whatever. I don't have anything else to say, man. Hey, I, listen. If you if you like that, if you believe in any of the trades, right? There's wait. Let me just take a look. No, there's nothing else of import. Um. Again, it's very difficult. I, I know. I just I I got high hopes for everything just right there, but you don't you don't do that. Do as I say, not as I do. <sighs> Fun game, man. Fun game. If we get more of that, I'm actually going to the game. I'm going to the game uh, uh, Wednesday against Memphis. So you're probably not going to get a fucking podcast. Maybe I come home hammered and I want to start screaming in my closet, but no, no, you're probably not going to get one. Maybe I'll do one in the morning. We shall see. Time will tell. Uh, I fully expect the Knicks to go back to being bad on Wednesday. But if the Knicks turn around and fucking beat Memphis on Wednesday, shit. Man, if they do that, I don't know. If they turn around and beat John Morant, the hottest team in basketball, at MSG. That would be cool. That, ah. Season's not over. It's not over. It's not over. It's canceled. Is a difference. I have canceled the Knicks. I don't believe that they're going to do anything. Could they do something? Of course. They're like a game out of the 10 seed or something. And then there was out there that were, oh, we got to talk about the stupid report. Where apparently uh, the Knicks are a, fir- a first-round exit. From uh, from getting Donovan Mitchell. Don't do that to me. Don't do that to me. I'm not ready for it. I built. I just. I built the roster with De'Aaron Fox, and Miles Turner. I did that. Let me savor that for for a fucking minute, please. And then if you trade for Fox, because I don't want. Because it would be a problem starting Fox with Randall and Mitch. Or at least, you know, at least this season, Randall, where he's not a good shooter. That would be a problem. And if you trade for Miles Turner, you can... De'Aaron Fox and, and, and Randall would work very well. Because you have the stretch five and spacing with Quentin Grimes and RJ. And very good defense. <laughs> and you could play full court. And when you bring off the bench, you could ha- you can run Fox with Obi <laughs> and Mitch. <laughs> I talked myself into it. Oh man. I'm sorry if I if I burped through at any point in this podcast without realizing. That's disgusting of me. But I I've been eating. I've been eating. My my girlfriend made monkey bread. You ever have monkey bread? Where you take fucking biscuits and you put it in, you dust it in sugar and you bake it and you cover it in butter and stuff. Oh, this I've had about. I, you know, you think you're having one pieces, but it, you think you're having like two pieces, but in reality, you, you know, you look down and you've you've essentially had seven biscuits covered in sugar and butter over you know a period of thirty minutes. That's that's what I've been I've been up to in my apartment. At any rate, uh, if you enjoyed any part of this, uh, please. Uh, like any and all buttons available to you or press any and all buttons available to you, whether it be a follow or a like or a retweet, man, that'd be cool. Or, uh, you know, share it with people, get more ears going. I'm not going to look at the stats. I'm just kidding. Again, I, I might as well be, you know, sending this to the void. Uh, 
yeah, I got nothing else for you. Uh, wish me best of luck. I'm going to the game on Wednesday, so we'll see what happens. But um, shouldn't mean this should not mean anything. It shouldn't mean anything, but it was a fun game, at the least. And just know that uh, you know I talked all the Knicks I could. I really did, from A to Z. Gave you my theories. I gave you a couple trades. I gave you everything. But I still don't have a knack. I'll see you guys. It's no secret.